Yes, sir. Episode 44 of Stash House Podcast. Got a great show lined up for y'all, man. First off, it's been a year, man, since Matt Miller's passing. I got to revisit it, man. I got to give y'all the whole rundown about Matt Miller, man, how he affected me personally, bro. All through my high school years, my college years, man. It's only right. Long live Matt Miller. I got some new music to talk about, man. Also, college football, NFL, and can't forget, man, the one and only Antonio Brown, man. His whole fiasco. That and a little bit more, man. So sit back, relax. Episode 44 Stash House Podcast, man. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up, man? Top of the top, episode 44, Stash House Podcast, man. Your boy Tyler checking in. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Your first time tuning in, man. Appreciate you. Uh, if you tune in weekly, man, shout out to you also, man. Appreciate you guys. And, man, this one of the episodes you decided to click on. It's been a minute. You saw some topics that you may want to, you know what I'm saying, hear about. Shout out to you also, man. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, man, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a great week last week, man, an even better weekend. Uh, continue to do the same this week, man, this upcoming weeks, upcoming weekend, man. Make sure you guys stay safe, man. Be aware of all your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Drink water. You know what I'm saying? Do everything you got to do, man. Stay safe out here, man. Uh... First off, I just want to start this uh, episode off with, you know what I'm saying, some music real quick because I didn't talk about music. I don't believe I talked about music at all last week, so I want to run through that real quick. But first, man, I got to show love, man. My boy Matt Miller, this past weekend made a year since Matt Miller's pass, uh, Matt Miller's passing. Um, I will get into the ironic thing about that, you know, further, further down the line, but um, just seeing, you know what I'm saying, the post, and you know how you, every year is like, you know what I'm saying, whether it's a holiday, a birthday, or what, it's like, damn, a year already, you know what I'm saying, it's been a year, I still remember the day, you know what I'm saying, I found out about it, um, but first, man, I just want to talk about Matt real quick, like I said, when I first started this podcast, I do want to dedicate an episode to him, just off the strength, but you know, since it's you know what I'm saying, one year. I don't like to say anniversary when things sad happen, but, you know, since it's been one year, I do kind of want to reflect. And um, being that, like I say time and time again, man, me and Mac was close in age, so that core, that group, I'll say, of artists at that time, man, that was like when, you know what I'm saying, I came up. Because, you know, I've always been in love with music, man, from, if you want to say, late 90s, you know what I'm saying, early 2000s, of course, you know, currently within this past, you know, generation. But it's always different, man, when you, you know what I'm saying, getting into your, I won't say adulthood, but, you know, senior year, senior year of high school, going into college, those artists kind of hit you kind of different because you like growing up with those artists. So I was like three or four when Big and Tupac passed. So I, you know, we enjoy their music now because we can go back and listen to it, but we wasn't able. I would have I would have loved being like 18, 21 when Big and Tupac was on the scene. You know what I'm saying? That's just the 90s vibe, but, you know, we were younger. And uh, me personally, man, I think the first artist I can remember hearing about, I don't want to stay on death too much, but hearing about death-wise, I was outside playing basketball. I was, you know, young, and my mom came outside. She was like, Tyler, 
uh, the singer that died in a plane crash. I was like, huh? So I ran in. I believe it was on MTV News, and it was Aaliyah passing. So I was like, damn, Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? I was young. But, you know, now it's like it hits you. You be like, whoa, what the fuck? And in Matt case, man, the way he passed, and that's when I, that what really had me because I was like, man, I know Mac had his issues, but Mac ain't going to die over no overdose. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying, the recent news came out about fentanyl and all that. I kind of figured that when it first happened because even his friends came out and say, don't get confused by media headlines. Mac wasn't in that type of space to, you know what I'm saying, overdose. You know what I'm saying, like that. Now, he had his issues still. I'm going to get into that a little bit. He had his issues, but I wouldn't think Matt would, you know what I'm saying, overdose. And like I said, he had his issues. Um, I'll say 2013 to probably 2015, 2016 is well documented on YouTube and everything. Uh, and for me personally, man, I, I got on Matt through, of course, Wiz music and everything because when you go type in Wiz, like on YouTube back then, you'll see, you know what I'm saying, related videos, and you'll see Matt Miller. And I got on, man. You know, I watched a couple of his videos. I listened to Kids, uh, High Life mixtape and everything. And basically, he was like a white Wiz Khalifa. You know what I'm saying? He was like a white Wiz Khalifa. And when you go through old Wiz interviews, and you know how people say Wiz don't make the same music he did back then, he was like, well, I was 22, you know what I'm saying? And Matt was probably like 18, so... They was on the same vibe, the snapbacks and everything. So I got on Matt through Wiz. And, of course, you know, Currency came in. So that was my little, you know what I'm saying, my trifecta right there from high school to college. Matt, Wiz, and Currency. Like I said, I went through Wayne, Gucci era. Then after that was Matt, Wiz, and Currency. So I grew up on Matt. Um, I did see the change in Matt, especially with faces. Like, faces and... um. Faces, Macadelic, and watching movies with the sound off, that's like the dark age of Mac, if you want to say. You can hear it in the rhymes. Faces, definitely. He got songs saying, you know what I'm saying, white powder in the hair. You know what I'm saying, making lines with my debit card. You know what I'm saying? Like, the lyrics are is there. You know he was going through what he was going through at the time. And all through that, though, he still made some of the best music. Sometimes artists go through those dark stages and that's when the best music come out, ironically. Like, you can say with Drake, with the whole take care, emotional, you know what I'm saying? Either way, drugs, either way, bro. That was sometimes that's when the best music come out. Now, it's not up to us to really reach out. It is up, up to us, you know what I'm saying, try to help the artist tell the artist, you know, you don't need this, but you know what I'm saying, Matt came out in interviews when he, around the good AM time, around 2016, the end of 2015, when he was doing interviews more again. He got out of his slump, and he said on his little documentary, it's on YouTube, it's called um, Stop Making Excuses. If you can watch it, you know what I'm saying, I highly suggest you watch it, because I know he passed and everything. I know, he, <clears throat> I know he passed and everything, but he said, like, I moved from Pittsburgh to L.A., I got all this money. I stay in this big house. You know what I'm saying? I can't have people over every every hour of the day, so I get bored. 
I got all this money, weed not doing enough, liquor not doing enough. So he just started, you know what I'm saying, indulging in other things. And he got he got his uh, infamous video. He's sitting in the tub, fully clothed, saying, "I'm not on drugs." Does it look like I'm on drugs when he was obviously on drugs? So he went through a dark stage. It was like a real, real dark stage. But like I said, some of his best music came from that stage. And like I said, some of the best music came from that stage. And the way, not the way, but the songs on his projects, you show, you can see that people fuck with Matt. On Macadella, he had Wayne on the feature, he had Cameron on the feature, and he had an early Kendrick Lamar on the feature. So that show already saw Mac as one of those guys, and that's what goes unsaid. Like, Mac, he was a spitter, bro. Mac was a spitter. He was a musician. He could play guitar and everything like that. If you listen to, um, uh, what's the one uh, album? Ah. The album before this last album came out, I got to get the name of it, because that's when he really showed, like, nah, I'm not just somebody who can rap rap. I can really, you know what I'm saying, spit. Uh, the Divine Feminine. Divine Feminine. He really showed he can get in his you know, his uh, musician bag also. And, of course, with this last album, Swimming, man, you can just tell it was about to go a whole nother direction, man. And one, when you really can understand this last album, Swimming was going a new direction, just go watch his uh, NPR Tiny Disc. One of his last performances before he passed. Uh, very, very emotional. Uh, now that, you know, so everything has occurred, it's very, very emotional. But at the same time, you're going to be grooving. Like when um, it first come on... Um, uh, what's the song? Dang, I keep on. It's just escaping my mind. Uh, Got to find it again. I know the second song is What's the Use. I know that easily. Uh, Small Worlds, the first song. But when What's the Use, the second the second song he performed, when Thundercat get on the bass and they just start jamming, it's like, ah, oh, okay. And then, of course, he ended with 2009 and everything. And you know that get that that has like over probably ten million views, and I saw a comment because I probably watch that video probably every day. At least I watch the what's the use part. I, I at least watch that once a day. Um, somebody commented, it's probably still up there. Um, every now and then I find myself coming back to his video to just kick it with Matt. You know what I'm saying? Cause that how it feel. Matt was always like that type of artist. Like he felt like one of the homies. Like. When you listen to his music, like you feel like you just kicking it with him. Especially like kids, high life and everything. That era when we was in high school and college, it felt like you just kicking it with Matt when you listen to his music. Like he he talked about the things a young person in high school, in college, don't have enough money. You know what I'm saying? He was still talking like, you know, so I'm eating, I'm chilling, Kool-Aid, frozen pizza, I'm eating snacks, watching cartoons. Tonight I'm gonna go to a party. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was just, you know what I'm saying, relatable. You know what I'm saying? And coming off, like I said, his last album before he passed, it's always that last album for some reason. Even with Tupac, with the uh, All Eyes on Me, I believe All Eyes on Me was his last album before he passed. Just you, you can argue that's his best project. You know, two people who love Tupac, you know, everybody got their favorite, you know what I'm saying, album from Tupac. But you can say that was the one when he came home from prison. Got with Death Row, got all those beats from Daz, got with uh, Dre, Snoop, 
just his persona changed with All Eyes on Me. Uh, Biggie, well, Biggie from the gate. Biggie, his first album called Ready to Die. His second album, Life After Death. So you already know he was on, you know what I'm saying? Of course, those two now, the whole mystique with those two guys. Even Nipsey, fam, like Victory Lap. Like, last year, I was bumping Victory Lap all year because it came out like February. I didn't have the, like, it was a great album. One of my five, top five, probably top three, maybe top two favorite albums of last year. I didn't think, like, okay, Nipsey can leave now. You know what I'm saying? This one album, he good now. But when you listen to it now with him passing and everything, it's like, wow. Like, this album, like, it means something different now. And even with SX, I didn't listen to SX music, but you let the people that listen to his music tell it, like, he was speaking some type of way before he passed. And, of course, with Matt, you can hear it, 2009. And just the sound of this album was just different, swimming. Just the sound was different, man. So, definitely this week, it should come with no surprise. The playlist will be my Matt, my favorite Matt Miller um, songs. Just man, I just grew up with Matt, man. Like, he came... I started listening to him in high school. I see what he was talking about. We was on the same, kind of same age. We was the same age group, technically. Same vibe, same wave, man. And, of course, when he passed, everybody showed love, Wiz. I think, I didn't say that um, when I first heard he passed, I was at the crib taking a nap. Woke up, just hopped on Facebook on my phone real quick. Somebody shared it. I didn't believe it because, one, it's Facebook. People just share stuff on Facebook. And, two, it came from TMZ. And we already know how TMZ can be with, you know what I'm saying, artists sometimes. So I went to Instagram. I think I went to Complex first. Because Complex normally, they give you breaking news kind of quick. I, I I don't believe I saw it yet. So I went to Twitter. And oddly enough, the first tweet I saw about Matt was Wiz. And I was like, all right, if Wiz said it's got to be true, then after that, everything just flooded with Mac. And I was like, ah. Uh. Like, I didn't want to believe it. And then I saw the way he passed. I was like, what? And it made sense. You know what I'm saying? I was like, the man just put an album out. He was just tweeting about going on tour. Again, oddly enough, he was tweeting about going on tour. And Currency hit him back and like, yeah, man, I'll pop out on one of your tour dates. And I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's getting, it feeling like 2011 again on Twitter with Mac and Currency talking to each other. And then just like that, man, things change. Um, I started playing Matt Miller music, of course. Like, it was e it was easier for me to play Mac right after hearing that news than it was for Nipsey for some reason. I guess because I always... Like, I listened to Nipsey since probably 2013, but Mac... You know what I'm saying? Me and Mac had a different connection music-wise than me and Nip. So it, it was easier for me to just throw on kids after hearing Mac pass, throw on a new album, throw on Keep Floating featuring Wiz. You know what I'm saying? So um, that happened. Then later that day, it happened on a Friday. I remember like it was yesterday. It happened on a Friday. And then AJ called me. AJ like, hey, fam, we on our way back to the city because... Um, AJ, our boy Jahari, and our boy Coop, they went to Atlanta the night before to see uh, Childish Gambino in concert. And uh, I think AJ said he found out about Mac and Follies, crazy enough. And uh, I was like, man, you know what? I just heard about Mac. I already know how I was when I was younger when Mac Miller music. Just have, go out and have a good time. He said it on uh, one of his songs, uh, 
enjoy the best days of your life because you ain't going to get to live it twice. I said, man, you know what? Let's go to Troy. I think Troy was playing uh, FAMU that Saturday. So I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Let's go back to the uh, alumni, meet up with some old college friends for, you know, a good little weekend. And um, we did that. And oddly enough, man, this past weekend, I didn't know it was max, you know, one year until like the next day. But on a Friday, I was just chilling, playing 2K with the music playing. Not the new 2K, not 2K20. I'm going to pick it up. And before I finish this story, I do want to say, y'all women a trip with this 2K20, man. Females saying, if y'all buy y'all dude 2K20, y'all ain't doing y'all job. Um, uh, my boy acting right this week, so I guess I'm going to buy him 2K20, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your man. But at the same time, y'all was just saying like two months ago, y'all get tired of us ignoring y'all while we playing 2K. Dudes always playing 2K. I know I get text messages all the time. Not all the time. I don't want to mess myself up, but uh, <laughs> why you taking so long to text back? Why you ain't pick up the phone call? And I say, oh, I'm playing 2K20, my, my 2K20, but I'm just playing 2K, my bad. Why you always on that damn 2K? It ain't that important. Uh, I bet I can beat you and all that. But now, all of a sudden, it's the cool thing to buy your man 2K20. I ain't mad. Do what you got to do, but at the same time, don't get upset when we probably ignore y'all a little bit because we focus on this game. Y'all know how that go. I just want to get that out of the way. But if all the dudes who do got 2K20 off the strength of that girl buying the 2K20, shout out to you, man. Salute. You say you, some, you, say you a couple dollars for sure. But like I got back to the store. Oddly enough, man, Friday, I was just chilling. AJ hit me up. was like, um... Hey man, Steve, our boy Steve, he uh working the lights and the stage and everything at the Sky Bar in Auburn tonight, man. You trying to just go up there real quick? And I was like, man, you know what? Okay. I ain't think about, you know what I'm saying, Matt Miller. I wasn't even thinking about that then. I was like, okay. Went up there, had a great time. Make sure you guys tune into AJ's podcast, the Red Room Podcast. I'm sure his story is gonna be related to us at the Sky Bar. It was a great night. It was a classic night. Just please tune in to AJ's Red Rule Podcast. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. And, uh, of course, got back home the next morning, woke up, saw, you know what I'm saying, this time last year we lost Matt Miller. And I was like, wow, the way the universe worked, you know what I'm saying? Like, last year I found out Matt passed. AJ hit me up out of nowhere, rode the Troy with him. This year, not even thinking about, you know what I'm saying, the one year, AJ hit me up again out of nowhere, go to Auburn. That's just funny how the universe worked, man. And that what Matt was, that what Matt music was always about, man. Just having a good time. And like I said, later on in his career, he got into his musician bag. And it just, you know what I'm saying? We definitely lost, we definitely lost a great one, man. We definitely, definitely lost a great one. So, man, stream Matt music, man, whether his mixtapes, the high life, kids, I love life, thank you, faces. Blue Slide Park, Macadelic, um, watching movies with the sound off, Divine Feminine, uh, Swimming. Man, we lost the great one, man. And um, a couple months ago, I saw on Twitter, um, Wiz was on tour. He was performing. He was performing See You Again. It was a picture of him and Mac from the uh, Wake and Bacon tour, like in two, uh, 2011. And I was like, man, that's my senior year in high school in one picture, man. It just... It's just crazy, man, that Mac, you know what I'm saying, passed and the way he passed. 
But you know, man, that's just how life works sometimes, man. So rest in peace, Matt, man. Gone, but definitely never forgotten, man. And um, yeah, man, rest in peace, Matt, man. Prayers to his family, his friends. I know it's probably tough. And I didn't know. I honestly did not know that the day after Matt passed was Wiz's birthday. So that just crazy how the universe worked, man. So rest in peace, Matt, man. You'll live forever, bro, bro. And uh, keeping on with music, man. Um, last week, Sir from T uh, Sir from TDE, he released his album Chasing Summer. I already said before, Sir is like the R and B guy in TDE. TDE just a brand you can trust. If somebody tells you, "Hey, check this new artist out," and you be like, "Yeah, man, he with TDE," you should automatically assume he's kind of he's dope. He or she is dope. They're not letting anybody into that family, fam. With Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, who had one of the best albums last year, Abso, who could spit his ass off, SZA, that goes without, you know, SZA just speak for herself, Isaiah Rashad, you know what I'm saying? So, sir, I'd say definitely check him, check his album out. Definitely on the wake-up tip, I'd say. Uh, just cruising. Feel like you in the hill somewhere, just cruising. Great, great album. Um, Griselda, my boys from Griselda, man, uh, Conway, he released a, a track that's dope, and he has an album coming out this Friday. I don't have the name of the album in front of me, but uh, Griselda's just gonna keep on moving. I'm kind of mad because uh, Benny is going on tour. Well, he's on tour now, and uh, you guys know I talk about Benny uh, quite a bit, and I'm gonna miss his Atlanta date because I got some things I gotta take care of, so I gotta put my my touring travels on hold right now, but he's going to be in Atlanta. I'm like, damn, I want to see him. Not only because I enjoy his music, but it's in like a smaller venue. And most of the concerts I've been to have been like uh, amphitheaters and arenas. So it would be cool just to go um, to a concert in a smaller venue, more uh, intimate where you know everybody can sing the songs word for word in the smaller venue. So that would have been dope, but I'm definitely going to catch those guys eventually. Like they, they stay on the road. So I'm going to catch them eventually, man. So, and I believe that's all I got with music. Oh, earth game. I, I forgot about earth game, earth game from dreamville, uh, released that album, uh, Maryland. I'm going to be honest. I heard it, but I didn't hear it the way I wanted to hear it. Meaning I really didn't, fully listen because like earth like tde dreamville griselda uh it is certain conglomerates like if somebody from their camp drop a project you got to give it you know so you got to give your full divided attention like i'm not just gonna cut on you know what i'm saying j-rock album and just let it play i'm not just gonna cut on jid album and let it play i want to really listen to it and fully understand what's going on. But I've been hearing good things about Earth Gang album, man. Uh, I'm not going to jump on the new Outkast wave yet. Not because I don't see the potential in Earth Gang, but I know what Outkast has done. Like, come on now, Southern Playlisted, uh, Equimini, AT Aliens, Bombs Over Bad Dad. You know what I'm saying? I see it, two-man group out of ATL. Who else you going to compare them to? But I don't want to jump on that wave just yet. Like, I see the potential in them, but come on, man. Outcast, come on. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it just yet. You know what I'm saying? But 
Shout out to Earth Gang. I'm definitely going to check that album out more. Like I said, I listened to it, but I didn't listen to it like I want to listen to it. And I don't want to come over here and just, you know what I'm saying, tell you guys, like, oh, my God. But I'm going to check it out. You should check it out also. Earth Gang is dope. Dreamville as a whole just been killing. From Cole last year on Features. Cole album last year. Boss album last year. J.I.D. album coming in this year. Of course, you know, they had the um, Revenge of the Dreamer sessions, the album. I mean, Dreamville just a... Dreamville also is one of those labels you can trust. Like, especially if you, like, on a certain type of vibe, they're going to satisfy you some kind of way. And I know a lot of people were wanting, like, a Dreamville tour coming off the Revenge of the Dreamers tour, but those, like... Ari Lennon stay on the road. J.I.D. stay on the road. I think he's overseas. Earth Game about to go overseas with Cause. Boz stay overseas. J. Cole, of course, we know he probably damn meditating somewhere. So, like, they stay on the road. So, it's going to be tough to get the whole Dreamville on a tour because even this year with the uh, Revenge of the Dreamer sessions, they had, like, a 10-day window before everybody lock in to either tour or work on their album. So, it's going to be tough to get all those people scheduled clear for a tour. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm ready for it. But I understand, you know what I'm saying, time and scheduling and everything. So you guys know how that works. So, man, uh, Sir Album from uh, TDE, highly recommend. Earth Game, Mirrorland. And uh, if you, you know what I'm saying, been rocking with Griselda, I know I talk about those guys a good bit on, good bit on their on the, uh, the podcast. Check those guys out also, man. And last but not least, man, again, R.I.P. Matt Miller, man. It's been a year since his passing. His music going to live on. His Tiny Desk, one of my favorite Tiny Desk out, man. Uh, it feels like he's still here, man. He's here in spirit, man. But like I said, man, that's how life works, man. That's how it goes. Yo, like I said before, man, this week playlist should come as no surprise, man. My favorite Matt Miller records, man, from my high school years to my college years to me graduating college, man. Matt been, Matt been there through the whole phase, man. So it's only right I show love to Matt Miller, man, my favorite Matt Miller joints, man. Make sure you guys check them out, man. Long live Matt Miller, man, forever. Man, like I said last week, man, it's just great to have football back in rotation. And now we got the NFL, man. So now we got like a full, the full dosage, like, you know, Thursday night football, Friday night, some college games, plus high school games. And shout out to the high school players and people who keep up with high school football, man. Very, very underrated, I believe, to keep up with all that news. Um, I do want to probably go to a high school game. It's been a minute since I've been to a high school football game. I'd say probably two years, max. But, you know, still... Uh, but shout out to the high school football players, man. And, uh, of course, you know, from work, I see what's going on with them. So shout out to them. And, you know, of course, Saturday, college football, and now the NFL back. Sunday, you know, Monday night football. Man, it's just great. And yesterday, got home. Damn it. <laughs> I missed, like, 
probably a quarter and a half of the first games, the one o'clock games. So I was like, okay, let me see what the Falcons are doing. Like I said before, man, I'm I don't want to sound full Redskins yet because Dwayne Haskins is not starting, so I'm not going to jump fully on board yet. It's like you know when you uh trying to get on the back of a pickup truck. I'm on like the tailgate end of the pickup truck. Like I ain't fully, you know what I'm saying. And they took the L yesterday, so. Hopefully, man, by mid-season, Dwayne has to get, you know what I'm saying, a shot at the starting position, man. So, But, damn it, turn the TV on. Look at the Falcons game. They getting beat by the Vikings. I see people on Facebook mad at Matt Ryan. And I think the one play I did watch in that game because for the 1 o'clock, I was watching the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans. And I think the one play I did see from the Falcons, it, it was like they was in the red zone. Matt Ryan, I guess he tried to throw the ball out of bounds. He threw it too short. Got picked off in the end zone. I turned it right back. I was like, man. And, you know, like I said, it is the first game of the year. But, damn it, since that damn Super Bowl loss, man, the Falcons, I don't think they ever, ever recover from that. I said that when it happened. I said the year after it happened, man. That, that Super Bowl loss, that's a dart in the heart of the Falcons, man. But I do hope they, you know what I'm saying, adjust. I saw their schedule, and... If yesterday was any indication, it's going to be a long season for Falcon fans. But, man, I do want to start with Ohio State. Man, Ohio State, we did beat Cincinnati on Saturday, 42-zip. I like the way my boys look. I love the way, you know what I'm saying, we shut Cincinnati out. We didn't allow no points. I did like that aspect of it. We building momentum. We keeping – seems like we're keeping our head on right, man. Like I said, I'm glad we're not a top three team. I'm glad we're going under the radar at the moment. We face uh, Indiana this weekend, Big Ten matchup. Like I said, man, just don't sleep on, you know what I'm saying, the teams. I don't want our team to go out there sleeping on the, the competitors. Um, Chase Young on defense, he's great. Justin Fields, he seems very comfortable in the offense. Our receivers catching balls. Defense actually making tackles. J.K. Dobbins running the ball. I'm comfortable right now, man. So we got Cincinnati this week. I see Clemson is playing Syracuse this weekend also. And um, I don't know, man. I don't want to – I know Clemson, you know, defending champions, but I really think we haven't seen, like, the full – even with the first two weeks of the season, we haven't seen, like, their full potential yet. And, you know, Syracuse, you know, they be sleeping on Syracuse sometime, Clemson. So that would be interesting to see. I'm definitely going to tune into that game. And the NFL news, man, back to the NFL, man. Antonio Brown, bro. <laughs> like, if college football on Saturday wasn't enough, we had this Antonio Brown news from, seemed like for a good amount of the summer, man, with Antonio Brown and the Raiders. Uh, Antonio Brown, if you haven't heard, he has signed with the New England Patriots. But, man, it's just so much that went into it. I'm not going to get into it with the Steelers, with the Facebook Live and his uh, dispute with Ben Roethlisberger and all that. But I think it was early. It was either early this year or late last year. He was on the shop. LeBron showed the shop. And that was an odd time. Like, what was going on with Antonio Brown when he had, like, his locks was looking, like, different. And he had, like, a, a blonde mustache. And, and I always go back to, bro, it just, honestly, bro, it's like wide receivers in general. But you can just go back to T.O. with the Eagles when he was working out in front of his home with the press surrounding him. He was working out. 
in front of his home. You know, he had a dispute with uh, Donovan McNabb, uh, Randy Moss. He had some on-field antics. Uh, who else? Who? Yesterday, fucking Odell Beckham Jr., he wore a Richard Milley watch during the game. And if you like me, you, you don't, you're not really, you know what I'm saying, that knowledgeable of designer I just know Gunner has rapped about Richard Milley. He has a song called Richard Milley, so I just automatically assume if Gunner raps about it, it's some designer shit, and I don't think Odell Beckham should be wearing it while playing the game on Sunday, but Odell wore it Sunday, and of course, we know about Odell with the Giants and everything, so that's just how, you know, it's always been with wide receivers, man, but I'm always for like the Larry Fitzgerald types. Uh, back in the day, Marvin Harrison with the Colts. Uh, in Houston, now my boy uh, DeAndre uh, Hopkins. Uh, Julio. Uh, just the mild con. Like, Julio, with all this going on with Antonio Brown, Julio up and pop with, you know what I'm saying, the big bad from the Falcons. We just need, well, they just need <laughs> Matt Ryan to get him the ball. But... You know what I'm saying? That had always been with wide receivers, man, with the ego and everything. So I'm not shocked, but uh, just fast forward to, like, basically this summer, he had an issue with his helmet. He making a big deal out of one of his helmets. He's being, like, a crybaby over a helmet. And like everybody was saying, fam, this is, like, the only time we ever heard of anybody complain that much that openly about a helmet. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, fam, come on. He finally got his helmet. You see videos. You know, they was on um, Hard Knocks on HBO, the Oakland Raiders. So this all being documented. Uh, he's happy he finally got a helmet and everything. And uh, this past week, he got into it with the GM of the Oakland Raiders openly, you know, in front of everybody. He got into it. He ended up getting in, get in his face, arguing with him, and he took a ball, and they said he punted it. He like, not find me for that. Um, I'm seeing here. Yeah, he said, no, find me for that. And then they said uh, $30 million in guaranteed money was, like, up in the air. They voided the $30 million. Uh, John Gruden, he, he tried to make – situation, you know, calm everything down. Like, you know, I love his intensity. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, they suspended him. The Raiders suspended uh, Antonio Brown for what would have been the Monday night game that just passed. And then, like, 24 hours later, John Gruden came out and said he would not be suspended. So, they said uh, Antonio Brown gave an apology to the team, man. Like I said, John Gruden tried, man. He tried to help him. Because we all know how, how fierce John Gruden is. He's trying to help him. Antonio Brown not making the situation better. Uh, and for that, John Gruden got a lot of slack, too, for um, uh, basically avoiding the suspension. Because everybody calling him soft, and you giving in to Antonio Brown, whatever the case may be. Uh, Antonio Brown posting on YouTube. Uh, a private conversation with him and John Gruden. I think people were saying it was a Nike ad, but I'm not sure. But he posted a video of basically a phone call between him and John Gruden. 
Gruden saying, you know what I'm saying, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Gruden is trying to help him. It's been many times on this occasion John Gruden could have been like, all right, fam, we're going to cut you. But Gruden's like, man, you know what? Let the guy do, you know what I'm saying? He, he a star wide receiver. That's, you know what I'm saying? If you give Antonio the, Antonio Brown the ball, and I'm sure even Steelers fan will agree, you give him the ball, man, he's going to do something with it. Like, the kid is great on the field. It's not like he is slouching everything, but – when you like I said, man, wide receivers, man, when you great on the field, you gotta take that off the field issue too. So, I mean, that kind of cancel it out. And uh, Saturday morning, uh, Antonio Brown posted on his Instagram, "You are going to piss a lot of people off when you start doing what's best for you." And they said uh, Adam Schefter from ESPN reported the team fined him two hundred thousand and voided him his nearly thirty million dollar money and get and guarantee money at that. Um. And it came out. The Raiders cut him. As soon as the Raiders, they say they released Antonio Brown. I don't know about you guys, but as soon as that happened, everybody knew what was going to happen next. I didn't think about it until people brought it up. And I was like, oh, man, yep, it's about to happen. (laughs) Bill Belichick, he about to make that call. Let's get him. Because... After this, nobody's probably going to touch him. You know, Antonio Brown, they probably didn't have the money or they wasn't going to touch him. Because they're like, man, fam, we don't want to pick this guy up after all this, bring him to our system, and the season really just starting now. We're not going to touch Antonio Brown. If there's anybody who's going to touch Antonio Brown, if there's anybody who has a resume of, man, let's let's bring you in. We don't even need no star right receiver, but you just out there in the wind. Why not bring you in? It's going to be Bill Belichick. And now this report saying Tom Brady is all in with it. You know what's about to happen. I ain't going to lie. It's two things that may happen. Antonio Brown and Brady have a Antonio, have a random mouse, Tom Brady-type chemistry, or this shit just going to explode in crazy-ass fashion. But... I don't think Bill Belichick is going to allow that. Uh, they have a strict, strict system over there, man. A lot of um, people who've retired, who still in the Patriots organization. I mean, the guy got Josh Gordon now. Antonio Brown. Edelman is still over there, I believe. Yeah, Tom Brady about to, <laughs> Tom Brady about to fight shit up again, man. Every time. But, man... Going on from that, I do want to give like a, I do have a question. You're not dealing with Antonio Brown or nothing, but this new rule in the NFL, the pass interference review, like how does that work? Is it like a, you got to throw like the challenge flag out? Does it have to come from the booth? You know what I'm saying? How many times can they do it in the game? Is it like, does it count as a challenge? Meaning, you know, if you challenge this one time and you challenge again, you got no more challenges. And say, like, if I'm Tom Brady and I throw a touchdown pass to Antonio Brown and they showed a a replay and it looks like Antonio Brown kind of pushed off the receiver, you know what I'm saying, that a challenge. I just want to know week one, the rules of this review, because I don't want to go into the Super Bowl and shit happen and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, because we see it happening. I can already tell this review, pass interference review thing, it's going to be crazy. Like, imagine a 
Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary to win the game, and they replay it, and then they, the coach was like, let's just throw the flag out because of Hail Mary. What's the odds of somebody catching Hail Marys like that, Have like we've seen with Aaron Rodgers before? They showed a replay. It looked like somebody pushed off. Oh, let's call it back. And also, like like I said, if Aaron Rodgers throwing to the receiver on the right side, does something like in the middle? Like if you see pass interference anywhere, like I just want to know. Like I just want to get it. Cause I saw it happen a few times yesterday with the pass interference review call and everything. I think it was the um, the Tennessee Titans and Cleveland Browns game when uh, Derrick Henry he scored a touchdown on the uh, screenplay. And um, it was a touchdown, and they was like they're reviewing something, and uh, Tony Romo then was like, "Well, he he definitely caught it. <laughs> he didn't step out of bounds, and he didn't let the ball go before he crossed to the touchdown. So what are they reviewing? So they came back from break. They was like, "Oh, they're reviewing that. Was it pass interference? Cause you know it's a screen play, so you know people blocking." And I was like, "Whoa, like." You know what I'm saying? That was, like, the first thing from my mind. Like, why are they reviewing this? And they was, like, for pass interference. So, if you do know, man, if you got an article, I may look it up when I finish recording. I just want to know the ins and outs of this pass interference review thing because I can already see a situation happening where it's, like, game winning on the line, like a game winning touchdown on the line, and a review pops up. So, I just want to know. I, I just want to know. And uh, we had a tie yesterday. Kyler Murray, the first round, first pick of the draft. He ended his game in a tie yesterday. Uh, a couple games seemed to be seemed to get you know what I'm saying out the way kind of quick. Uh, the Cowboys against the Giants. In my opinion, that's what the Giants get for not drafting Dwayne Haskins. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, the Patriots looked great against the Steelers last night. Uh, pray for the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins just, like, they clearly don't have the talent other teams have, but to let Lamar Jackson and the Ravens come in like that, like, it wasn't just no tit-for-tat football game. There was, like, some, the Dolphins just wasn't, like, they didn't they didn't show up. They didn't show up, period. And they said after the game, like, over 50 players, I saw a report over 50 players contacted their agents saying they didn't want to pay for the Dolphins no more. It was just wild. Like, you can already see what's about to happen with their season already, just week one. And that's the thing, like, a lot of people, like I said with the Falcons, man, we coming off of college football, but, you know, college football, week by week, everything, you know, every game counts in terms of, you know, playoff hopes, national championship hopes. But in the NFL, you make it sneak in a playoff with an 8-8 and record, maybe 7-9, and depending on, you know what I'm saying, how everything plays out. So just don't jump ship, you know what I'm saying, the first week. You know, like I said, they do have preseason, so I do get some people uh, frustrations. But in the Dolphins' case, I think after that game, a lot of people just saying, okay, they clearly don't have the talent uh, other teams have. So you know how that goes. So, man, I'm just happy, man, everything back in rotation football-wise and eventually – while we enjoying football, eventually, you know, the NBA season will start creeping up. So, it's just that time of year, man. I'm enjoying it. Antonio Brown, out of all his dealings, I'm sure he's happy. I saw a video of his reaction for him getting released. I'm sure he's happy. He posted a picture with uh, um, an edit picture with uh, 
the New England Patriots jersey on. I'm sure he's happy to be with Tom Brady, man. They're coming off a Super Bowl win. And Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? You already know what that's about. So, I mean, the Patriots, man, they continue doing it, man. People been trying to get Tom Brady to retire for five years now. He just goes out, win Super Bowls, win games. And he, he's he been doing it without the star wide receiver. Like, when he had Randy Moss, when they had a historical season, of course, you know, Eli came out the way and just, you know what I'm saying, won. But I don't know, man. If he get this done with Antonio Brown, it's like, fam, you can sit down now, man. <laughs> just please sit down. And Pat Mahomes had a great game, too, the last year MVP, man. I think they say they scored kind of quick. And he um he uh really helped with Sammy Watkins. They have Sammy Watkins now, man. And I'm glad to see Sammy Watkins, you know what I'm saying, finally getting in strive, man. And who better, you know what I'm saying, with Pat Mahomes as your quarterback, being that he was in Buffalo and everything. So shout out to Sammy Watkins, man, Pat Mahomes. And, yeah, man, everything back in rotation, man. Great time, man. Great time of the year. Yo, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 44 of Stash House Podcast. Greatly, greatly appreciate you guys lending me your ear for a minute. Make sure you guys go out have a great work week, great school week. Stay safe. Drink plenty of water, man. I'll catch y'all back here same time next week, man. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.